Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And start building your own team right now. It is free to draft your own team and you can invest however much as you want. It is a place where you can collect player cards and use them in fantasy contests all season long. I've invested $385 worth on this team and I've already won $280 worth of prizes. I still got five months to go and I just bought this team two and a half weeks ago. It is a great ROI. I highly recommend this site, not only to win money, but it's also great fun. I've watched more baseball because of it, and it is one of the best sites out there. They also have it for NBA and soccer. Basically, you can win player cards all season long, and they also have Ether rewards too. I was inches close to winning about $400 worth of Ether and also a huge player card worth, probably around one k as well. You have big prizes all season long. I highly recommend it. If you ever have any questions at all, at Rubio Dimes, at Run Pure Sports, at any one of us, we will be glad to walk you through the process. Sign up below using our link, and have a great rest of y'all's day. What is going on, everyone? Um, <laughs> not our normal intro, but we'll take it. Thank you, Rubio, for starting us off. I'm a- AP. We got the uh, Byron Nelson this week. Coming off an awesome week. Wyndham Clark, bench play, uh, got the dub. Uh, that was awesome to see. Snyder, we got to bring you in first. Your soldiers absolutely crushed. Two of them were like literally 1% to 2% owned, something like that. Snyder, let's start with you. How's it going, my man? Talk to the people. Tell them about the soldiers, what it is that you try to do with the soldier soldiers each and every week, and where to find you and uh, where to find the videos. Yeah, definitely. It was another good week. Uh, I think it's two or three straight weeks we've had a guy uh, inside the top ten. We had three of them. Two of them were right there inside the top ten heading into the weekend. But, yeah, each week uh, on Wednesday mornings, usually I'll release the uh, Snyder Soldiers, which is three value guys on DraftKings that I like to battle through for the cut line. I'm not taking the high-end high end, high end price guys like Scotty Scheffler knows. I'm diving deep into that like mid-7K range and upper 6K range, finding three values that we can pair up with those studs. And um, I'm picking the uh, three best that I think have the best chance to make the cut line with some upside to uh, help uh, mix and match with the, the uh, studs there. And last week, if you had uh, the three soldiers mixed with uh, Winham and a couple of those other studs, I mean, you absolutely printed. Yeah, I like it. And uh, I mean, it is crazy. The the win something has turned in his game, and obviously it showed the dude like nuked. He absolutely T to Green was phenomenal. Um uh, he every single round he was really good. Uh you had uh Xander, your boy, right on his heels, and it didn't phase him at all. Um you, you just love to see it. Maybe he's a guy that we look out at uh out for at, at majors. I mean, maybe he's taking his game to that next level. I've always liked him. I've always thought he was good. He, he can bomb it off the tee. Um, he would have been great at, at this week's uh, event too, because it's kind of a birdie, uh, a birdie fest. Uh, you know, you, you want the ball strikers, but I want guys that can nuke it off the tee. So awesome, awesome week over here at Rumpier Sports. We had lots and lots of winners. Shout out to everyone, all the members that shipped this week, all the people that had outrights. Congratulations to all of you. It was an awesome week. Locks, Locks, let's bring you in. Talk to us, man. How was last week for you? Yeah, last week was profitable. Um, the core crushed it. Obviously, Wyndham, my long shot. 
hit it. So hopefully, I mean, all yes, three sir. of us, all three of us were on Wyndham. So hopefully it, it paid for a lot of people. Um, it was good to see we're just dialed in. So yeah, anytime you can turn a profit, it's always a good week. I wish I could have made more. Um, but the other three guys other outside of my core kind of failed me in every lineup. So it is what it is. We still turn a little profit and we'll move on and pick some more winners this week. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I, I, like I, I, everyone must have crushed. I mean, the going through the channel, it was like just crazy scrolling through all screenshots and, and, uh, you love to see it. Um, we're at the AT&T Byron Nelson this week, an event I've always liked. Uh, I mean, it's it, it, it's not like a – I mean, it's a decent one. It's always – you get these kind of scrub values that you can mix and match in these guys. And and this week it's going to be interesting. It's going to be that if we go back to the Mexico Open when our boy John Rahm was three and a half or, or I think three and a half or something to, to win, ended up getting, what, second place. But it's going to be very similar to that. So we're going to talk through game theory type of stuff. We're going to do what we do each and every week. We're going to go tier by tier. Um, if you haven't yet, hit the like button, hit the subscribe. It helps us out a lot over here at Run Pure Sports. As always, though, Snyder, we got to start with a course breakdown. Yeah, we're back here for the third time at uh, TPC Craig Ranch for this event. Here's a par 71 measuring 7,414 yards. going to play as one of the easiest tracks on tour uh, meaning that the first two years this event was played at this course, uh, it's ranked inside the top five easiest on tour. So we're going to see a ton of birdies here again. Golfers are going to see larger than average greens here. Uh, 6,700 yards, uh, right around 6,800 square feet on average here. These bent grass greens will be rolling at around 11.5 on the stem meter. There's going to be 83 bunkers littering the property here, but there's not, it's not too challenging though here around the greens. It's not going to be too challenging with these bunkers and whatnot. They will see water in play on 13 holes. They did try and narrow down the fairways, I think, but I don't think it's really going to matter too much here. You can uh, grip it, rip it off the tee here. I think the toughest part about this track is going to be the par threes here. Three of the four are going to play over 215 yards, so I think that's about the only teeth this place has. Uh, uh, golfers will see some shorter par fives here. There's going to be some shorter par fours, a couple that are even drivable here, so... Uh, Definitely looking at a, a, a very low-scoring event here. Some key stats to be looking at. Strokes gain approach. Birdies are better percentage. Opportunities gained. And then putting with an emphasis on bent grass. Yeah, very good. And if you're looking at course history, Cage Lee obviously dominates. Two-time winner, back-to-back -back, uh, winner here, I believe. Hideki Matsuyama. I left Jordan, Jordan Speed out, out there. You can go and check out my key stats over at Rumpier Sports uh, at the bottom section of the heat map. Um, where I have this week, I'm looking at course history. I have my own course fit model, um, and I just go by by rank. Um, and then I got I want DK points scoring on easy tracks, strokes gained approach, and I always like looking at total driving. I want to know who's driving the best, uh, you know, driving it the best. Because I mean, locks, you, you were, uh, you know, I, I mean, you're you're a scratched golfer. The most important shot in golf, right? Getting off the tee, giving yourself a chance at that approach, right? Oh, locks. Oh, rookie. Hold on. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, definitely want to set yourself up, but it can also be all made up around the green and with your putting, too. So, very true. In a sense, I mean, I, I still think the short game is the bread and butter um, that can save you anywhere on the course. But yeah, definitely important to put yourself in play. Very good. All right. This week's going to be a ton of fun. I, you know, one thing about these weeks, I, I think you can either make it tough by being like the ultimate 
you know, contrarian, <laughs> or you can make it a little bit easier on yourself and kind of lock it in some of these plays that just are profiling to be very, very good ones. That is Scotty Scheffler. Let's start start with the top range. If you're new with us, we go tier by tier. It's a little bit different this week because, um, you know, this, this 10K range is only three guys. So we're going to group them all together. We're going to go 9K and up. Snyder, I'm going to start with you. What are you doing with 9K and up range? Yeah, I think there's going to be uh, quite a bit of chalk up here. So I'm going to only look to play, I think, one of these main highly owned guys. Uh, it's going to be Sky of the Kid for me. Uh, I'm always on Sky of the Kid. Definitely not going to change here in Texas. I think he can just uh, kind of roll through this and show up with almost his B game almost and just kind of clean these guys' clocks here. So I'm really looking at Scotty the Kid here. He finished 15th here last year. He's playing, he's playing some great golf, though. I mean, 11th at Heritage, 10th at the Masters. He didn't even play good those two events, and those were against stacked fields, too. Uh, so I really like Scotty here. He was fourth at the match play here in Texas. He's just dominated these Texas courses. And it, it doesn't bother me that they could see some wins here this week because he's uh, used to the wins and such. So going to be on Scotty at sure. I, I'm sure he's going to be close to 50% owned, but – Maybe 50% of the field's drawn dead then. You never know. But uh, I'm on Scotty. Then it looks like Hatton, Day, K.H. Lee, and Tom Kim are going to see some ownership up there. Of those four, I think I will – I think I'll only play K.H. Lee some maybe there. I mean, he's won the two events that's been held at this course, enters off a top 10. The, the, game, the game looks like it's rounding into form here. Gained over four strokes ball striking last week. And the putter's been on fire for two straight events for him. So I think of those chalkier guys, I will only play KH Lee with Scotty. But I really do like uh, Matt Kuchar as a lower-owned 9K guy. I think he's going to be under 15%, it looks like. So I really like going to him. I think he's got just as good of upside as any of these other guys above him. Uh, he's playing some really good golf right now. Four straight made cuts, finished inside the top three in his last stop here in Texas at the Valero a month ago. So I think he's a very, very solid option here. Uh, gained three, 13 strokes total there. Uh, he's been good uh, looking at his track record here, a uh, 12th and a 17th in the two years is getting this event is ran. So, I mean, I think the field is more watered down this year as well. So I really like Kuchar under 15% for my uh, main I like my secondary main guy in this 9K plus range. Yeah, very good. Um, I would only argue that Kuchar definitely do doesn't have the upside as, as Scheffler. I don't think you're including him, though, <laughs> no. in your breakdown there, though, right, Snyder? Yeah. Right. Uh, Scheffler, I mean, I'm with you. Um, you know, when I get to him, like, I just – I'll probably just jamming him, him into every single lineup. It's, it's different, you know. We started off last show or last week where where you know we like at the Wells Fargo with Rory, his history there. You know, I started off, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about locking him. But as we went through the different tiers and the players and the options that we had and kind of the mispricing that there was, and when you factored in Rory's struggles, I ended up being just in line with the field. And that's what we talked about too in Discord with a lot of the members. And luckily that was a good thing for me because Rory was freaking ass cheeks <laughs> relative to like his price and stuff. So he's got to, he's got to get some, something figured out. But with Scotty Scheffler, like this dude is, seems like he's always in contention. We haven't seen him in a little while, but even after the masters, he finishes up with a, you know, 
the T11 at the RBC Heritage the very next week. I mean, this dude just always seems to be dialed in. So I'm really leaning to be just, you know, lock button and move on. But locks, let me kick it to you. 9K and up. Pretty big range here. What are you doing with the golfers in this range? Yeah, I'm pretty much actually in lockstep with Snyder here. Um, I think Scheffler, I mean, it's so hard not to play this guy. It is every time he's out there, it's just he's live to win. And in this, I mean, this field, looking at this field, I don't know how in the hell you don't play him. So I just, I'm going to have to jam him in. It, it's like, I was kind of thinking of it as the John Rahm situation from the other week and how I faded him. Um, I just, I don't see how I can do that with Scheffler this week. So I'm definitely not going to be fading Scheffler. Um, I'll be in line with the field on him probably. I do like um, the KH Lee shout out actually from Snyder. So I'll be on him as well. And then Kucher is the third guy that I'll be on down here. Um, so pretty much in lockstep, there is one other guy that Snyder didn't mention. I do like Tom Kim a little bit, um, kind of rounding back into form a little bit. Played here last year, 17th. Um, slight interest there. I, I don't see very high ownership going to him. So I wouldn't mind spreading a little Tom Kim in there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And one thing, so like we can all sit here and just say, yeah, lock in Scotty Scheffler. And it might be the right move to make um, in this in, in this event. However, one thing you got to do, one, you need an optimizer. It's just if you don't have one, you, you're, you know, I mean, I, I take that back. If you're a semi-serious player at all, you should have one. We use SaberSim, our partner. We think they're they're one of the, one of the better optimizers out there. Use the code LOCKS15, Snyder15, get 15% off. Come try us out. Try us out for a week, a month. Um, but what I'm getting at is you use an optimizer, play around with the projections, look at the, what the builds look like when you lock in Scotty Scheffler, Look at what they look like when you don't. Can you fit in multiple guys in this upper 9, 10, uh, 9K range? Tom Kim, Hideki Matsuyama, he grades out pretty well, has decent history here, T3 last year. Um, KH Lee, obviously, you know, two-time two time winner here, 21 and 22. Can you fit – Adam Scott, he looked awesome last week. Um, and, and honestly, like Adam Scott is a guy that's just – Like, we got to look out for him at majors, like these next majors coming up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Write down Adam Scott. Put yourself, like, give yourself a sticky note. This is going to be a guy that is going to uh, potentially win us some money. Like his game looks really dialed right now. Um, but you, what you want to do is you want to look to see what what do my non-Scotty Scheffler builds look like? Can I fit multiple guys in the 9K range into my build? That could be an optimal route. Because if you go Scotty Scheffler, he's 11-9. 
and rightfully so when you look at his odds, three and a half to one, which is insane, absolutely insane. We said the same thing about John Rahm. You can't bet that. It's more of a lock it in DFS, and then maybe you take some stabs with outrights on some of these other guys. But I really like Scotty here. I'm, I'm leaning maybe like another route. Um, and, and actually, I kind of want your guys' opinion on this. But, uh, you know, if we go back to our boy Big T and one thing that he was doing for a while is your high-end guy, you know, put at 70%. So Scotty Scheffler, 70%. That gives you 30% builds of non-Scotty Scheffler lineups. And then in those 30%, look to see what you're doing. Try to get Tom Kim, Hideki. Uh, maybe go back to KH Lee or Adam Scott. Because I like all – like if price didn't matter, like I like all of these guys. I think Hideki is a good play. Tom Kim, I think this could be a really good course for, for him. He's kind of struggled from a scoring standpoint right now, but locks. Like I agree with you. I think this could be a good course for him when you just think of what golfers profile really well here. What is your guys' – like do you see in, in multi-entry formats, do you like that approach or is it just lock Scotty and move on? Uh, locks, start with you. For me, yeah. I mean, I would put a cap on the max just so it's not 100%. I mean, I never really – personally, just me personally in the few years, I haven't really locked anybody 100% unless I'm for sure that that person is going to win, which in golf, it never happens. So I always max it. I mean, whether it's 70 80%, whatever it is, whatever you want to do, just so you have that different that different range like you were talking about because the Tom Kims, the Adam Scotts together, you can't do that with Scheffler. So – yeah, you want different lineups with that because if you're playing Scheffler, you can only get max of one of these guys, and I think these guys are all alive to win up here. Maybe we lock lock Scheffler. My, I just hopefully you guys couldn't hear that, but my boy just yelled out a you know, let's freaking go. He must must have won a Fortnite match or something <laughs> right when you were saying uh, Scheffler. So may, maybe that is the the ticket. Snyder, what about you? Do you like that idea? I mean, like in 20 max, I could see locking him. Like I did that tonight. Like in 20 max and NBA tonight, I I locked like uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr. and a few guys. Like I'm talking NBA, but it was just I knew I had to take stands. I think when you're talking 150 versus 20 max, you can kind of change that up. But like if you're going 150, I love the idea of like 70. percent You got a take on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a perfect way to talk about that. Like if you're playing a 20 max or three max. I think it's definitely uh, the lock button there. for. But when you get into that 150 max, I think that you can go off a little bit to 80, 70, 80%. But it, when you've got a guy that's like three to one to win a golf tournament, which is very, very, very rare in a field like this, I still think that you just might be overthinking it a little bit. I mean, I think uh, what Scotty have, I mean, if Scotty still finishes in the top five, you're probably still fine. I mean, I don't think he oh, has yeah. to win to be optimal. I mean, you can have him finish fifth and have a couple of those other guys up there, like a coach or a couple of these 8K, 7K guys, and you're still fine. I think I think there's a very, very, very high chance that Scotty's in the optimal. Yeah, and you make such a great point there. Like another way to think about it is, like if this was a normal event, like where we had more more options, Scotty Scheffler's not going to be 11-9. You know, he's going to be 10, 10-5, you know, 10-4. Matt Kuchar is not going to be 9K. He's going to be like 7-4. Seven, seven, so, like, you got to have that type of mindset too. And that – it really comes down to, like, messing with, with some of the projections. But for me, I love the 70% Scotty idea. I'm going to be very overweight on him. But then it, it's like Tom Ken, nine. The more you think about it, that price tag seems a little high. But 
Um, he's a guy that could definitely win here. Like I, I would not count him out. And then Adam Scott, I think I'm, I'm going to have a ton of interest in as well. And Snyder, I'm with you. I like, I like the Matt Kuchar call. Uh, I'm going to give him a star and uh, going to add him to my list. So I, I like that range. Uh, Snyder, let's go right back to you. Let's hop right into this 8K range. We got some nice options. Benny on uh, uh, Tom Hogue. Uh, we got Jaeger bomb, Steven Jaeger, who's been a hero for us from time to time. What are you doing with this 8K range? Yeah, I think I'm only going to uh, mainly target a couple guys in this range. Uh, if I'm going to lock Scotty and then play overweight on Kucher, like a lot of Kucher, I can't have that many guys down here. So I'm going to be looking at a couple. Maybe I expand it to three or four as I get into building teams and such. But the two that stick out to me right away is uh, Seamus Power. I like to target him uh, on these easier tracks anyways. Uh, he has finished 17th and 9th here. He comes off a top 20 last week, the Wells Fargo, where he gained strokes across the board. So I really like Seamus this week. I think uh, that's a fair price tag on him at 8900 in this uh, track. And then my favorite, probably my favorite GPP target of the whole week on the whole slate uh, comes here at uh, 8700 Taylor Montgomery. I think he's he's played well here in Texas uh, previously. He comes off a miscut at a tougher track there. I think this is a great spot for him to rebound, easier track. He can kind of grip it and rip it off the tee with this wide layout here. If it turns into a putting competition, I mean, I want I want uh, the guy that can get super hot on the greens like Montgomery can. Uh, I think he's going to be coming in at like 5 to 8% ownership. So I really like Taylor Montgomery to bounce back big here. Uh, he's got just as much upside as anyone not named Scheffler, I think, in this field. So I really like the upside wow. Montgomery brings. I like that ownership. I mean, Snyder, I, I love that call. 20.4 strokes gained on, on that rolling 24 rounds that I look at. The graph is nice. I mean, it's going straight, straight <laughs> that way. That's what we want to see, or at least what I want to see. I want to see that trending <clears throat> upward line when I'm looking at kind of the rolling uh, put putting stats. Montgomery, I, I, I didn't have him checked. So, and it looks like he maybe could fall a little. Under the cracks there, so yeah, I think so. I like that call. What about I got before I get over to locks? What about your boy Mad McNeely? Yeah, I think he's fine there. He hasn't really been playing the best golf as of late, so I kind of just overlooked him. Uh, I think he's fine if you want to throw him in there. He finished thirty uh, second here last year. I think I'd just rather play uh, the two guys sandwiched in between them, though. Uh, need to. I haven't really dove into uh, Mav too much to see. Like what his misses have been. Here, I'll just pull him up real quick. See what he's doing here. Uh, oh, it's just been bad everywhere. I mean, ball striking. I like this Rich's balls. Yeah, minus five ball striking, minus eight, minus one, minus seven, minus three. Yeah, I, I don't think I can get on Mav when he's hitting the ball that bad. Yeah. Screw, screw Mav. <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> uh, Locks, let's go over to you. AK Range. Um, actually, you know, I talked up Jaeger bomb before I, I sent it over to Snyder that, that Snyder, you bring up a good point with putting in these, in these events where it's like a, a birdie fest, you want a good putter. Jaeger bombs putter has not been good at all. The ball striking is good, but uh, locks, what are you doing with the AK range? Yeah. I mean, I personally love Jaeger bomb here. It's just one of those things that his putter hasn't even been there, but he's still been finishing. Okay. All he needs is a slight uptick in his putting. And, I mean, look out. This guy's going to – I think – I mean, the way he's hitting the ball, he's going to keep contending. 
it's just whether or not he can figure out this freaking putter. And these guys normally do at least for a round or, or one tournament or something. I mean, it comes out, you just feel the putter and when it feels good and then your ball striking comes even easier. So this guy's just too good. I think I'm still going to play him. I love him again this week. I loved him last week as well. So, I mean, 18th, 27th, the last couple of times out, I'll be playing him. Another guy down here, Aaron Wise, he's had some time off here. Um, I think he comes out a little refreshed. He's always a birdie maker. Um, so we'll see. I got some interest in him. I mean, sub 5%. I love him down here. And then another guy right above him is Min Woo Lee. I think he's been kind of a hero for us this year, too, a little bit. Um, we've loved to play him. I'm going to be playing him as well down here. So I think the guy's in the lower end of this range for me, just uh, just the way I'm looking at it right now. I think those three guys at the bottom end, other than that, I'm probably going to X most of this range out. I do like the Montgomery call. I just, his ball striking hasn't been good. So I don't know. I don't know if I can get there. Snyder might have talked me into a little bit of him, though. He's got the yeah, Eric, here. So, so Aaron Wise, he, he won here, but that's when it was at Trinity Forest, yeah. I believe was the name. Yep. Yeah, which was more of a much more open, open course. Um, played really well that time. But the thing about Aaron Wise, um, so he he withdrew from the Masters, and I think it was like he just had to get his head right, isn't it? Like yeah. it wasn't an injury; it was just like yeah. mental health type of stuff. Yeah, I like. I think that's huge. Have, have you like heard anything like an update on that? I might have to look into it a little bit more because I would love to play Wise here if he's back and feeling good. Maybe that's a positive because you could just look like his putting's been good. But the ball striking, which has always been like the strength of his game, yeah. it's been horrendous, like absolutely bad. And then to like withdraw from the Masters, that's like, I mean, I couldn't imagine doing that because that's like, you just want to go. You know what I mean? So like, have you heard anything on that or he's just good to go? I haven't heard anything on it. I just figure like guys like this, they're not kind of come back unless they feel like they're ready. So I think that's huge for him. I mean, you clear your headspace get back to his ball striking ways. And I think he can contend. I like it. I like that call. I'm putting, I'm putting a star by him. I think, I think I could get on board with that for I'm me. Willing to, I'm willing to God. take a risk on a guy like that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health sided. Yeah. There you go, Jason. Um, this range is really interesting because when you think about your roster construction and how your builds are going to look, if you go the Scotty Scheffler, you lock him in, automatically it's going to put you down into this range. So you're going to get, I think, a couple pieces. Like when I look at Scotty Scheffler, and I don't, I, I haven't put anything in, but I can see the next man in being a, a Taylor Montgomery. I, I think Benny on our boy, 8,600, a fine play there too. His putter's actually like, he's actually positive in my metric. I look at last 24 rounds rolling, putting 2.1, not a lot of strokes gain, but if you think about Benny on, he's always been a terrible putter anyway. Like he's never been good at putting. He's always been a good ball striker. That's kind of why we like him at some of these these events. So I could get on board with him, uh, Tom Hogue, Hoagie, Hogue. Um, I kind of like him a little bit. Jaegerbaum, I'm torn on. JJ Spawn down here, like very low 8K. I love playing this guy in Texas. He His history here is phenomenal. I know it's been at different courses, but he's made the cut every single year. T27 last week. Um, he, he's kind of like a, a quite like a volatile guy. But, he man, he, he, didn't he? Oh, did he withdraw? Yeah. yeah. He, there's a bunch of withdraws, sure. aren't there? Right side. Yeah. 
I thought he withdrew. I gotta pull that. I gotta pull. I gotta pull that list up. I, I, I had it up, but yeah, I know it's him and Spieth are the two big. Now I'm tilted. I loved him this week too. <laughs> I was wondering. I thought I seen something, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. But I don't. I have so like my. I have my uh, 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 like original sheet that I go off of. It doesn't have the adjusted withdrawals, and we. Had, so I'm gonna have to pull it up because like we have we've had a lot of withdrawals this week, right? There's been quite a few. I was following that Rob Bolton has that uh, tweet that's yep. going. Yeah, underdog PGA also is another good one to oh, to yeah. follow with those two. So I got that up now. But well, never mind. Uh, I'm going back to uh, Jagerbaum. Wise, yeah, I know. I mean, if I play him, then I'm not going to be doing very good this week, am I? Um, I like the wise call, but I like Snyder. You sold me on Taylor Montgomery. I'm gonna have. I'm definitely gonna have some of him, and then Seamus Power too. I think there's a lot of really good options. Um, in this range, and I think what I'm going to do with my Scheffler builds, I'm definitely going to have one or two pieces uh, from this this range in those builds. Let's keep it going, though. If you haven't yet, hit the like button, hit the subscribe. Uh, it helps us out a lot here over at Rumpier Sports. Snyder, I'm going to go right back to you. 7K range, lots and lots of options here. What are you doing with this range? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I'll just highlight a few here. I think there's plenty of options you can go to in a pretty big 7K range here. Uh, but uh, I'm definitely coming back. You know, I'm going right back to my soldier here in Michael Kim. I mean, he's coming off that strong outing last week, seventh place at the elevated Wells Fargo Championship, gained over seven strokes ball strike, and just continues to play real solid tee to green golf. So if he can if he can get that putter somewhat uh, going here at this birdie fest, we could see him crack the top ten yet again. I mean, the putter was there for him last week. If he can do it again, I really like his chances here again. Uh, Scott Stallings is a guy I always like to target in some of these weaker type field events. And he's made the cut in his last four regular events. Uh, finished 26th in Augusta last month. Has played well here both years. He was 25th last year, gaining nearly five strokes ball striking. And then finished third the year before. So I really like his upside value tag. And then I got to go with it, the Nebraska boy here, uh, Mr. Nate Lashley. Uh, he's That's Nate. Yep. He's playing some of the best golf in quite a while. I've seen uh, three straight made cuts from all inside the top 40 there as well. The irons have been dialed in last week, gaining 6.6 strokes. The putter has been there as well for him uh, in all three of those events. He's gained putting in all three of those. Uh, last year, he finished inside the top 20 here as well. And I think he's uh, right there to find his way into the into that top 20 again in this watered-down field event. So I like Nate Lashley. And I, then, and don't do it. Guy. Don't take my guy. Don't take my guy. 
Oh, I'm nervous. I don't know. I, I got the. I got the. I was laughed at for this too. So you guys might might know what I'm talking about now. But <laughs> he is the heavy favorite to I'm be the workbench. Uh, I'm gonna oh, go you can't with the take guy I've, I've been backing for a while. I don't think it's your guy, but I'm not sure. Uh, Vincent Norman. I've oh, been backing good. him the last couple. I almost, of days. I almost booted you off the show, so you're good. <laughs> oh, crap! I'm getting booted for sure. <laughs> Mr. Norman's been playing pretty well. He's paid off well for us the last couple of events, 18th last week, and then a top 10 the event before that. Gained five strokes ball strike in the Mexico Open. And if he can get up and down and get that putter rolling here, I really like his chances to uh, finish at the top 20 here again. Uh, he's got upside for top 10 finish, I think, too, in this event. So Vincent Norman is another guy I'll be looking at here in the 7K range. Nice. Very good. And for those of you that don't think I do my homework, I do. Uh, JJ Spawn was a recent withdrawal, and I had like five, five hours ago. I had MLB, NBA, and a meeting before that, so I had I, I did all my due diligence for PGA well before that, and uh, I missed the withdrawal. That's a bummer because I had him. I had Spawn rated so highly. That is so annoying. We're gonna have to keep an eye on withdrawals, and this is why Discord over at Run Pure Sports is just such a valuable tool. We're gonna be in there. And, uh, you know, we'll be up early, too, on Thursday just to make sure there aren't any last-minute withdrawals. So just another reason to be a member over here at Run Beer Sports. Uh, very good breakdown of this range. I think there's a lot of really good options. Uh, one very, very, very good one that Snyder missed. And I'm going to – he for sure is going to be on him. I can guarantee you. I gar I'm guarantee you, Snyder. I guarantee you you'll be on it. Just like I guaranteed that – Boston would win tonight, and uh, I just looked up. They're going to come back, I'm telling you. They're going to start hitting shots. Um, we will see, though. But, uh, <laughs> Locks, let's kick it over to you. 7K range, loaded, lots of options. What are you doing down here in this range? Are you sure you don't want it before I take the guy? No, you can take it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll start at the top of the range. Um, just a couple guys I like up here. Davis Riley, we saw him. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Does does his uh is his uh, nickname Hemi? Cause Hemi Hemi Walker, maybe. Oh, right. don't play him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Snyder! Oh, Snyder! Get out of here, Snyder! Get out of here, Snyder! <laughs> I will steal your thunder on that one, but I'm gonna start at the top of the range. I'll work my way down to him. Um, Davis Riley is a guy I wanted to mention. I think he's interesting here. Played well last year. Um, he's been playing well lately. Yeah, missed cut his last time out, but he won that team event. Looked really good. He's a guy that I like in Birdie Fest as well. Um, I do love, absolutely love the Michael Kim shout out. He said his game's rounding into form. Obviously, recent results show it. He's been playing super well and he's confident right now. I do have a lot of interest in him down here. Um, looking at other guys, Eric Cole, he's been hot and cold. I'll probably stay off of him. I'm looking at him and Dylon, woo, baby. Um, being a little higher owned down here, I'm probably going to be off of both of those guys uh, if I'm looking at fades down in this range, just a couple of those higher owned guys. And then I do like Lashley as well. Um, another great call down here that I was looking at as well. Garrick Higgo, I'm torn. Hopefully, AP, you got some, some info there. Um, no, Cam screw him. I'm definitely not playing Cam Champ. Um, I will be off of him. AP talked me into him freaking last tournament. <laughs> I knew it. I shouldn't have done it. No, 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 no. no. What wasn't the uh, – Come on. The, the Mexico Open, right? Uh, No, the one after that. Ah. Oh. 
No, no, I talked him up with the Mexico Open. Yeah, and then he said he's going to go back to back weeks because he always sees oh. a couple of tournaments. I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't remember that, Locks. I will not be. I will not be. <laughs> um, and then another, just two more guys I want to mention Eric Van Royen. This guy's so freaking tilting, but I always play him. He's got winning upside. He was playing well before this, just missed a cut, but I don't mind a little bit of him here. Just the price is too cheap for me. And then Jimmy Walker. Um, I'll let you take it away with Jimmy Walker, but I'll be playing him with you, my man. Uh, um, one nice thing about Eric Van Ruin. So when I do my my top ten ranks, last twenty four rounds, he found himself found himself inside my top ten on strokes gain approach, with I, which I think is going to be good here setting up birdies. Uh, Eric Van Ruin right there in the sixth spot. I like that call. I don't think he's going to be ruining our lineups this week, Locks, so I can get on board. With uh, with, with him, yeah. So for me in this range, um, you know, like I started up up top. Like Scott Stallings has good uh, history here. He's kind of a, having a a rough year. He had an awesome year last year. Was in contention multiple times. We saw it typically happen in weak field events. So we have a weak field event where it's a birdie fest. I could definitely see Stallings being in the mix this week. He finished 25th year last year in third in 21. Um, so I have a ton of interest, 7,700 for Scott Stallings. Another guy, when I go Scheffler, I could go down to Stallings, and, and you're going to leave yourself a lot of room there. And honestly, Michael Kim, like I think we're all locked arm and arm on him. Snyder, great call. Um, I, I think he's a fantastic play. He looked awesome last week. Sixth in birdies uh, gained over his last 24 rounds relative to this field. The putter is absolutely dialed. Eric Cole. Um, Eric Cole was uh, – I mean, he should have had a win th- this year. Um, I forget what event that was. I know we were all sweating it. Do you guys remember? Uh, it doesn't really matter. The players, right? Or no? So, chat, you can you – can, you can, uh, I don't remember. It, it was a big event. I don't know if it was the players or it might have been the players. Um, too, too many things going on right now. But Eric Cole, I love how his game fits for this track. Um, not the longest hitter in the game, but his irons right now are dialed in. The ball striking is good. He ranks eighth on approach, ninth in ball striking, and his putter is really hot. I think he's a fantastic play. Dylan Wu, I'm with you guys. I think he's another fantastic play. There's a lot of awesome – and you don't need, like, a long hitter here, and that's why I'm not going to talk you into Cam Champ here, Locks. I don't I don't think we need to necessarily go there. He had his one run, and uh, whew, if you play him, good, good, good luck to you. So – Nate Lashley, I mean, again, we're locked arm in arm. This guy, he's streaky, goes on runs. He's a good ball striker. Um, His game looks good. This is a very good course for him. I like how how he sets up um, well in these weaker weaker field events. And then, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Walker, uh, Hemi Walker, uh, I'm glad that you left that for me. I'm trying to find my my pad on him. So – I just think, like, when did I get made fun of? Was it the RBC? I think it was the RBC. What has my guy done since the RBC? And look at Snyder. Snyder, the disrespect for our elders. If he he keeps leaving five strokes putting every week and losing approach, I mean. I don't give a shit. If he he keeps doing it, I'm going to win some money. Hey, Hey, is that proof that putting matters more? Putting definitely. Snyder, a guy gaining five strokes putting each and every week, now going to a birdie fest? 
where, where putting is going to be valuable. Is that something you'd be interested in, Snyder? If, yeah, definitely. If, if he continues, I think he's definitely a, a guy to put in your pool. Uh, if he does that, I mean, yeah, he's going to be right there again. Uh, but if that putter goes cold, he might finish DFL. No, I mean, <laughs> the ball striking's not that bad. He ranks 11th on par fives. The driver's decent. So, okay, I, I, I bench play might be a little bit too far, but I do like Jimmy Walker this week. T14, T15, T25, T22, his last four starts, and then he had a miscut at the Valspar. But he's always played good in Texas, it seems well, Seems like. He navigates the wind really well. Sure. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not looking at 21 or 19, but outside of that, he's done well historically at this event. It's just – Guy is older. There's a lot of risk to come with it. I just think a weak field event. The guy's starting to find his game. I think that that goes a long way with it with a guy like him. So, um, whereas you know, if you're comparing him to Ryan Palmer, who I think maybe gets a little bit more ownership in this range, we always like playing Ryan Palmer um, in Texas and a T5 last year. I think that's a head to head. I would take. I think I would take Jimmy Walker over Palmer. Um, and then the other guy who probably is going to be lower owned than both of these guys which I might have to just hop on board with you, Snyder, is Vincent Norman. <laughs> uh, he profiles very well, too, outside of putting. His putting is terrible. And so that's where I would give the edge to Walker because uh, that, that that putting graph that I'm looking at looks really tasty. But I like Jimmy Walker here. I think he's a fine play. Um, Eric Van Ruyen, too. I'm with you on him, Locks. I think he's a really good play this week. Tyler Duncan, I just I, he's more of like a multi-entry play for me. I, I just get suckered into playing. Like I, He's always priced like 7 k no matter what the event is, he's always like right around there. And now we get this 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 uh, uh, um, event where it's a weak field event. Everyone else has been adjusted pricing wise, and he stays the same. So I always get suckered into playing him. Usually, it doesn't work out for me, but he's a multi entry play uh, only for me, um, and, and and that's it, N- nothing more. But I think this range is really good. Tons of interest in Jimmy Walker, uh, Eric Cole, Michael Kim, and Scott Stallings are kind of my main guys. Let's keep this going. If you haven't yet, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. A lot of awesome things going on over here at Run Pure Sports. All the premium content. Snyder, tell them about what you do uh, every day while the tournament's going on with the Showdown content, Showdown Playbook. Yeah, for the Showdown Playbook, we're going to have the show. And then uh, usually before or after the show, I'll get the Showdown Playbook up, which is going to have three different tiers, an expensive tier, a mid-tier, and then a cheap tier. I'm generally going to have five to eight guys per section of the three tiers there. I'm going to have the player, their price, their what they're standing at, tee times, and then a brief uh, summary of what they've done. So far, that event is going to have some golfer notes there for each player. Um, and then at the bottom, I'm going to have like a slate breakdown where I look at possible win advantages, possible stats I'm looking at, how people are playing, and everything going forward there. And then uh, we're going to have uh, the core plays on top of the playbook there. It's going to be four. I think there's four core plays up there. Myself, Locks, AP, and Kurt are going to have core plays each day. And we're going to have that uh, every day for showdown. So it's been a very good uh, a very good process and results for us uh, going back the last three years since we started doing it, I think. Uh, so it's, it's just been something that's been – very fun to do, and it's been yielding good results, so we're going to keep that rolling forward as we uh, head into the PGA Championship coming up soon. They're going to have some monster showdown contests for the, the PGA Championship as well. 
So you guys are going to awesome, awesome breakdown, Snyder. Um, really, really good stuff. You guys are going to love this. So I got my own course fit model. We don't, we don't talk before, like we briefly talk before we do the show, but we all like our takes to be independent of one each one of another. We're not like talking and you know, who are we going to talk up this week? It just makes the content a lot better getting your true takes. And my course fit model is, you know, I don't really tell people what goes into it. Guess who ranks very highly? Actually, six. One, Michael Kim. Right below him, nasty Nate Lashley. So you absolutely love to see it. I, I love to see that we're all in line with those guys this week. I think a couple of those might be uh, soldier candidates, too, over at Snyder210 on Twitter. So make sure to check that out later. <laughs> The soldiers are on fire right now. I mean, if you're missing the soldiers, like you are, you're, you're missing the boat. Um, when's that tweet going to drop, Snyder? Uh, usually at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, Central Time tomorrow. Uh, very good. Very good. We're ready. All right, 6K range. Let's close it out like we always do. Uh, Snyder, let's go right back to you. 6K range. What are you doing down here? Yeah, I don't really see too many guys I like down here yet. Hopefully, you guys can sell me on a few. I mean, the first look that I'm going to be looking at our guy. Soon you all know. I think he's an interesting guy. He's been playing uh, some solid golf as of late. Uh, made three straight cuts. Uh, top 20 at the Zurich when he was teamed up and then was pretty good the other spots. Uh, watered down event. I think he's fine. He's got some pretty good uh, birdie upside that I like for this course. And then... Another guy, Carson Young. He's got a couple of pretty solid finishes. He was top 20 at the Heritage, top 15 at the Mexico Open. And then uh, he's been kind of hit or miss. So if you look at that hedgehog effect, he was uh, 19th miscut, 15th miscut. That means he's going to finish probably top 10 this week. So uh, I really like Carson Young for some tournaments. Uh, You could look at some guys with some recent form here like Doc Redmond finished ninth here a couple years ago, but he's been not the best as of late. So I don't know if I'd really, he'd be like a punt play, one to 3% owned, 150 play for me. CT Pan's got some decent upside down here. Doc I Redmond. Really, I really we haven't heard that name him. in a while, while Snyder. <laughs> Are you on him this week? Who, CT Pan? No, Doc Redmond. We haven't oh, heard Doc, him in a long time. I, I mean, I think he's fine for a sprinkle in like a MME, but. I'm really not looking to come down here as much or any if I don't have to. Uh, I just don't see too much good upside. I mean, all these guys have been pretty dusty as of late. Uh, there's a couple guys like Henrik Norlanders had a couple decent outings lately. Uh, I think I'm pretty much going to be off of these guys. Uh, soon you'll know, and Carson Young would probably be my top two uh, candidates down here. Or you can look at even like a guy like Bryce Garnett at 6,900. He's played well in these weaker field events. He finished eighth at the Corrales, was 33rd at the Mexico Open. So I think he's an interesting option as well. Yeah, very good. Locks, it's it's thin down here. I mean, you got Scott Piercy, who <laughs> long time ago used to play decent in Texas. You got James Hahn, long time ago, did, did well here. What are you doing with this range? Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty dusty, in all honesty, as we're looking down here. I don't have a ton of interest. Hopefully not ending down here too much. But if I do, I wouldn't mind a little James Hahn. Um, always have slight interest in him. He flashes upside every once in a while. It's just it's so hard to click his name sometimes. So I'll be playing a tiny bit of him. One of the guys I do really like is Carson Young. Um, we always see the wrong C. Young up there on leaderboards. It's starting to tick me off. 
when it's him and not Cam Young. But one of these times, it'll flip around. But in a weak field like this, and a guy that's hitting the ball pretty well, I'll, I can spend some money on a $6,700 Carson Young, to be honest with you. So there's a lot worse plays down here. I'll be playing him a decent amount. I don't mind the Doc Redmond shout-out. I just don't know if I can get myself to click his name, Snyder. Um, yeah. It's just It's been so bad. So I'll have to see. I mean, just a couple guys, if I'm laying in on people, it's going to be really Carson Young, Harry Higgs, maybe a little Chad Ramey, and then James Hahn down here for me. Yeah, very good. Um, it's, it's range is tough. Um, like, so what I'm doing with this range is in multi-entry formats, I'm going to pick and choose a few guys, and I'm just going to kind of limit. I might honestly like look at making a group and grouping a bunch of these 6K guys um, and basically just say no more than one from this entire group. And that might be my my approach because, like, what I'm looking at is, I mean, Troy Merritt's been terrible. Like, if, if his form was any decent at all, I would have interest in, in him. But the putter, like, he's always been an okay ball striker that does better at tracks, that like shorter tracks. But the putter's so bad. Scott Piercy, again, the putter's bad. His ball striking is actually decent. Maybe, you know, maybe since we're in Texas, uh, maybe we could take a stab. Harry Higgs, another guy where it's just, his ball striking's bad, but his putting is really good. And, and that's the theme down here with a lot of these guys. They have parts of their game that are really bad, and then they got parts of their game that, that are really good. And it's like what you're trying to do is find the guy that somehow figures it all out that week, which is not easy to do at all. But I'm with you guys. I want to limit my exposure down to this range. Um, I mean, it, it just – gosh, there's so many – just tough, tough options. Uh, Kevin Chapel, he's made a bunch of cuts in a row. Um, he's been awesome on par fives. The putting is there. T24 at the Mexico Open. I mean, he's playing in these weak field events too, so I'm going to put a star by his name. He's going to make the player pool, but um, I don't really like a lot down here. Carson Young, I think I'm going to star him just because I like what you had to say about him locks. I don't know. I mean, the dog – Snyder, just for you, I'm going to star Doc Redman. Just because I'm get him though. Just because there was a moment in time where Doc Redman was an RPS hero. That was, I think, that was like post COVID, where he that went on a little back, run. yeah, long, long while back now. <laughs> but maybe he finds and where his game was good back then was his putting with the flat stick, his short game. He's just so erratic and wild off the tee, which is definitely a huge concern. But I'm with you guys. Not a ton of interest in this range, but I could sprinkle in some guys like Scott Piercy, Harry Higgs, maybe <sighs> Doc Redman. My my model rake on Doc Redman, 127. So my model disagrees with the play. Carson Young, model rank 50. Kind of like that. Augusto Nunez, actually. So now I'm seeing a few guys. His putter's just really bad. He ranks decent in my model, though. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to – I'll definitely be limiting uh, exposure down here. I, I I really much prefer the 7K range, even the, like the lower 7K range. If you want my final thoughts on this range, I'll have it all in the heat map, though, tomorrow. So make sure that you check that out over at Frontier Sports. All right, fellas, let's get to our winners, our final thoughts, and then we'll get out of here. Snyder, let's start with you. Who do you got winning this week? Uh, outside of Scotty, I'm going to go with uh, Matt Kuchar at 25 to 1. I like the odds on him here at 25. So I'm going to go with uh, Kuchar at 25 to 1. And a longer shot, it's going to be uh, 
the soldier there, and none other than Michael Kim at 55 to one. I think he's really close to breaking it off here. I mean, he he did win that event, and what was that years ago? He won by like eight shots to the John Deere. Kind of left for a while. Now this his game's come coming right back. I think his game's peaking. I think we could see uh, him uh, get another win here. I like it, K. Reed. I I had to turn the the game off so I could focus on this show, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I pulled up the box score and whoo man, Boston, Boston might be cooked. Um, I know it was a PGA show, but really, really, really surprising uh, performance. We got a fourth quarter left. We'll see what happens, but Boston might be dust. Who knows? Uh, Locks, who do you got winning this week? Yeah, getting into my winner here. I'm gonna pick a guy probably lower owned um, up in the top here. I think Tom Kim can take home a victory at this course. I've liked him just looking at the field all week. I think he's got what it takes. Um, so I got him taking this thing down. And then my long shot, I'm going to go with our boy Jagerbaum. Um, been hitting it well. I think maybe he's going to find the putter one of these times. He's going to contend and take it down. So my long shot, the win's going to be Mr. Jagerbaum. I'm going to be really boring with my my first one. Scotty Scheffler. I'm not betting it. Three and a half to one. You can't bet that. It's a bad bet. Himmy, Jimmy Walker. Him, 80, I think, what, 80 to 1? What are you seeing on, on him, Snyder? I'm showing 80, maybe 100 to 1. Jimmy Walker is my my other guy. He's going to he's gonna take those five strokes putting and shove it right up your ass, Snyder. Mm-hmm. That's what Jimmy, Jimmy Walker is going to do. Each and every freaking round, he's going to be right there in contention. Top five, maybe win. He's going to get it done for us this week. Let That's why I got uh, his best number. Uh, <laughs> I got to load more. Load more. Eighty-eight seventy-two. There's time. There's time left. But honestly, yeah, you can get one thirty. Actually, the best odds. He is eighty at a couple spots. But if you go to FanDuel, you can get one thirty at FanDuel. I'll take one thirty. I'm gonna go over oh, there and do that. K. Reed. My last thing before we get to our our. our uh, Final thoughts. I should have stuck with you, my man. My call at the start of the season was always Philly, so I should have just stuck with that. I'm a huge puss, though. I didn't do that. That's on me. Locks, who, uh, what are your final thoughts this week? Oh, you hate to see Snyder, it. what are your final thoughts this week? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clearly not much. I didn't have any final thoughts. <laughs> I love <No>. it. <laughs> No, I really don't have much final thoughts. I don't really see a weather advantage. I don't know if you guys see anything major. Um, it's just it's always wind like I like the winds, unless it's just like crazy. It's yeah. like Texas, man. It's I like mean, all I'm seeing is maybe slight advantage to really early on Thursday, but I'm not gonna let it play into the way I build this week. It's just gonna be a sustained ten to fifteen all weekend, I think. So not really much there. Obviously, pay attention. There could be some more withdrawals, so just pay attention to Discord like we've been talking about. We'll update you on all that stuff. And, yeah, let's run Pierre again and see a bunch of names at the top. Yeah, Snyder, what are your final thoughts this week? I think the weather is something to keep an eye on going into tomorrow. Like right now I'm seeing potential of 30-mile-an-hour gusts with sustained winds in 20-mile-an-hour range late Thursday or into early Friday with winds dying down Friday afternoon. So, there's a potential for there could be a decent advantage, but Scotty goes out late. There's a, a lot of other guys I like that go out early, so I think that's interesting if there is something there. But, uh, yeah, make sure to check out the Soldiers tomorrow at Snyder210 on Twitter. We'll be dropping them 
at around 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. Central Time. And then uh, check out the showdown content we've got, uh, the showdown shows. I'll be on the bed show tomorrow with uh, Dunkel. Uh, and I'm not sure who's all going to be joining us this week. It's kind of been hit or miss there. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to this week. And we're going we're gonna to head into the PGA Championship on a good note here. Yeah, very good and very good points. I always like weeks like this. I think that, you know, the contests are really good over at DraftKings FanDuel. Um, a lot of different options. You can take some stands with Scotty Scheffler. You can get different. There, there are some viable options in the 9K range. My fi- like my final thoughts, I think that 70% rule will apply here. I think that's something that I'm going to deploy, um, and I feel pretty good about it. So I'm excited for this week. All the content, like Snyder said, will be up tomorrow, ready to go. Heat map filled out, playbook done, core plays up, projections up, Saber Sim ready to go. Um yeah, just awesome stuff. We got the premium show too. Big key, uh, Big T, Drew Matthews going to be rolling, rolling with that and JSU tomorrow. With that, Snyder, um, I mean, I don't think we got anything left. So let's let's run it back. We got the bench play last week. We got the soldiers last week. Locks core smashed, absolute fire. Let's run it back this week for Snyder for Locks. I'm AP. Let's run 